<laughs> get off your ass and work and work <laughs> well you know what kim we're doing that that's what i was saying to the best dressed folks at the grammys get off your ass and work and work that red carpet <laughs> Is Shuri misbehaving? Shuri is like, work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How are you? Um, I am well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, not a lot to report. Um, Trying to think. I restarted my yoga journey yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I've been feeling a little bit arthritic. Arthritic. So I can't think of a better <laughs> word for it. So I um I bought a new yoga mat, a little bit thicker. So it's got more, it's more comfortable. Wow. And I did it yesterday and I did it today because I haven't done it since uh uh I don't know, but it's been a while. <laughs> mm. Um I feel like also part of it too is just to be honest, like being in a relationship you feel less of a desire to like be active, I think, because oh, I thought you were talking about being in a relationship makes you feel arthritic. I was no, like, no, 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 no. Uh, I think, okay. <laughs> I think once you start feeling like really secure in a relationship with someone, at least for me, there's less of a desire to like be active. Cause if I'm being honest, I feel like when I was heavy into my yoga and like morning exercises before it was because I was single and I was like, I gotta get fit. But now it's just like I've been starting to feel arthritic, like I said. So um, I'm getting back into it to kind of like make me feel limber again. And it has been working, even though it's only been 36 hours. <laughs> so that's my big life development. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's lovely. I honestly can't say I have any updates either. I'm trying to think. It's okay if you don't. We have a meaty episode again. Yeah. Yeah, let's just get into it. I don't have anything. Okay. Well, um, to begin the news. So the White House extended student loan pauses once again today through August 31st. And I know we have thoughts on this because we talked about it and we have talked about it in the past. And you had told me you had an inclination that this would happen. I told I've been telling you. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising. It's actually interesting that they chose August 31st because I feel like it's almost inevitable that they're either going to extend it again or hopefully cancel student debt by then because like, I just can't foresee them allowing payments to resume that close to the election day. Like, Yeah, that's a good point. Because that would mean like the next payments would be due September 1st, which is like two months away from election day. Right. And it's like, you really want that to be what, is in like you really want that taste in people's mouths right when before all of the house seats are up for <laughs> up for grabs it's like ugh, yeah but it yeah. also makes me worry because i know biden has like he's he's promised up to ten thousand dollar debt forgiveness before but he also made comments about that it should be up to congress to do something about it and i'm worried that yeah they're waiting till election day but then after that if there's not the outcome that they expected that we're not going to get debt for forgiveness. If he, if he really thinks it's up to Congress and it doesn't go well for us, I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, he has the power to, to do it himself. Yeah. So. But is he, is he going to do it? 
on a side note, you need to tell them quickly about the protest you went to yesterday and the prop <laughs> because the prop killed me. They had a giant pen, a giant pen. <laughs> and then actually we realized the pen was like somewhat functional in the sense that like it had a cap and the cap came off and it had a little like pen tip. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if it was functional. Um you didn't yeah, tell them really what the funny. protest was for, but I guess the, we can. Make oh, well, I mean, I guess you can guess the protest was for <laughs> canceling student. We want Joe Biden to cancel student debt because, again, he does have the power to do it through an executive order. All he has to do is sign it, and mm-hmm. federal loans. Now he has are, a pen to do so. Yeah, now he has a giant <laughs> pen. Um, yeah, the protest was held outside of the Department of Education, and like towards the end of the time that I was there, at least we did like a march around the building, and we like would stop in front of their windows and had like horns, and they hired a whole like marching band situation. <laughs> like we were loud, and I will say I had a little bit of a like culture shock moment because when we started marching they just like automatically went into the street and I like stopped and I like looked at my coworkers and I was like, we can just go in the street. And they were like, um, yeah, <laughs> they were like, I mean, if there's like enough people, they're not going to stop you. And I was like, really? <laughs> it's DC. Like, I know, but still I was like, I got scared. I was like, we're just going in the street. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, wow. When I went to the women's March in Milwaukee, we tried to walk on the street and the police were like, Get on the yeah, side. No, no if and it's... even when we went to that protest at the Trump rally, oh yeah, we had to stay no. on the sidewalk. They were like, nobody go in the street. No, if it's DC and there's a Democrat in office, they do not want any police to action taken on protesters as long as they're not destroying property or some shit. So yeah, you damn well bet you can walk in the street. It streets. was so funny. My they were cracking, they were laughing at me. I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, hopefully he uses that giant pen to great effect soon. But it is nice. As I texted you, we can have a debt-free summer. Yeah. Another one. Summer. Uh, another one. Thank you. <laughs> another one. Thank you. Yes. Uh, let's keep it coming because I'm really enjoying. It's been over two years now. And by the time, right. let's just assume they they resume on September 1st. By the time that rolls around, it will be two and a half years and everything, yeah. well, not everything has been fine. My savings account but... has appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you so... think I financed this move to DC? Ah! <laughs> you had a stipend, come on. Yeah, I did. But... Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, so very, well, is it great news? Because there's kind of like sad news tacked onto it or we're going to get into it. So we have the first ever Amazon union a vote took place at a Staten Island, New York facility on Friday. It's the first union in the company's 28-year history, and it was crowdfunded and led by former warehouse worker Chris Smalls. I had to give him a shout out. Um, on a side note, one of Amazon's lawyers apparently called him not smart and inarticulate. Hmm. Chris Smalls is a black man, and I think this lawyer was white, so that's a interesting. interesting. Um, and the sad news, the sad news tacked onto it is that, of course, Amazon plans on challenging the election results of the union vote, which flashes me back to 2020. Yeah, right. Anytime I hear challenging way. election results, I'm like, Ugh. I mean, it, it's just frustrating because it's like we already know that across the country. I don't know about the world, but across the country, I know that they, Amazon employs people specifically 
the, to bust unions, union busters, to go in and be like, this is why unions are bad. And this is why Amazon's good. And so I, I just, I'm like, why can't you just, they, they got this far and they got the vote. Just let them be and let this union right. stand and see how it, see what happens. But of course, right. nope. <laughs> well, let's enjoy this moment while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wanted to bring it up because I'm hoping like we had this and the Starbucks union earlier mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I'm hoping that this is going somewhere because I think yeah. unions are a good thing or they Definitely. can be a good thing if they're used correctly. So especially with these big corporations, we need more unions and more Amazon unions. So yeah, seriously, more Amazon unions. Fuck Amazon. Yes, yeah, so let's see. Although we both are Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay. And no, no, no. See, Amazon is the perfect example of like, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism because I almost feel yeah. like, how do you, okay, we're a little privileged because we live in urban areas with easy access to stuff and we have cars, but think about people who don't have cars or who don't live near stuff. I almost feel like you have to have Amazon to get goods. And they know that. And they know that. So that's why I say it's like the ultimate example of yeah. that. Yeah, anyway, sure. speaking of unethical things, <laughs> Fox News has named Caitlyn Jenner as a contributor. And that is the Caitlyn Jenner of the Jenner Kardashian clan. Um, I got to read the statement that Fox News CEO put out. Please do. <laughs> Caitlin's story is an inspiration to us all. She is a trailblazer in the LGBTQ plus community and her illustrious career spans a variety of fields that will be a tremendous asset for our audience. <laughs> okay, first of all, let's deconstruct that. Inspiration, sure, maybe to some people. Trailblazer in the LGBTQ plus community. Let's remind people world? the things that Caitlyn Jenner has said against her trans brothers and sisters and everyone in between against gay men. Mm. (laughs) And also I need to remind people, I don't think that there's trans phobes listening to this. And if you are get out, get off, but we can be critical of Caitlyn Jenner without being transphobic. Definitely. (laughs) Um, And I'm sure Fox news would like, which Fox news hasn't done. (laughs) That's the problem. They've been transphobic and critical of Caitlyn Jenner. Exactly. I'm very curious as to how this is going to turn out. But of course, Fox News and other conservative media, they love their, uh, I don't even know what you would call them, but they love like black people that speak out against black people. They love mm-hmm. gay people that speak out against gay people, like yeah. self-loathing individuals right, that take right. it out on their community. They, they love that. Suck them in. They love that. Yeah, so, I was going to say, if anyone were to name Caitlyn Jenner as their newest contributor i guess like it's like if fox news is where caitlin jenner has to go it's like go (laughs) well i wrote in the notes that you know she participated in the california recall election last year for governor and literally only got one percent of the vote so (laughs) she's just onto her next flop with this continuing in the flop era yeah Mm, unfortunate um i have a killer segue for you you ready for this we're going from fox news Oh, to like an actual fox. Okay. (laughs) And now that you live here, we could consider this local news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I actually have a story about this. (gasps) Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, first of all, shout out to Nick for making me aware of this today. (laughs) I love when Nick feeds me critter stories, like with the zebras and stuff. Oh my God. Um, Okay. So animal control today 
caught what the U.S. Capitol Police says is a fox. I mean, it is a fox. I saw the picture. Um, apparently, this fox is responsible for biting at least one journalist and a lawmaker. Um, and I have to read you the message that was sent to House members and staff by the Office of the Sergeant at Arms, which is a crazy title. Okay. But I'm going to read it because it's really funny. Yesterday, the U.S. Capitol Police received reports of individuals being attacked or bitten by a fox. One encounter encounter <laughs> was at the Botanic Garden, and a second was on the oh, house no. side of the Capitol near the building foundation. This morning, <laughs> U.S. Capitol Police received a call about a fox approaching staff near First and C Street. There are possibly several fox dens on Capitol grounds. Animal control is currently on the grounds seeking to trap and relocate any foxes they find. And this Thank is my God. favorite part. Foxes are wild animals that are very protective of their dens and territory. Please do not approach any fox you see. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so sad because the fox has been caught and I just want animals to run free and bite whoever they want, especially if it was like a Republican lawmaker. Bite them. Bite them. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag bite them. Hashtag bite them. What was your story, Um, though, about the fox? I'm curious. So this is kind of, um, it's going to connect. So I actually joined a walking group of girls, city girls who walk DC. Oh, that's really cute. How did you find them? On TikTok. It's a TikTok walking group. That's so cute. Yeah, isn't that cute? Ever since I moved here, I've been getting all kinds of DC TikToks and that one came up and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a walking group of all these women that meet up like in the Capitol, like mall area and they walk every Sunday and they have a group chat. So, so I joined cute. the group chat and yesterday somebody put in the group chat, hey, you guys, like stay safe. My friend just got <laughs> bit by a fox in the mall. <laughs> It's literally just a fox. <laughs> they were like, nobody go on like a nighttime walk in the mall. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be doing that for other there. reasons, but <laughs> well, no, that's like a thing. A lot of people go out at night, like on the national mall because it's so beautiful. Yeah. And so like, they were like, not tonight. My friend just got bit. by. <laughs> and then somebody else was like, oh, people in Virginia were getting bit by a fox too. I wonder if it was the same one. <laughs> Bye. I can't hashtag yeah, so bite them it's like a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start that hashtag yeah um okay anyway moving on i'm really sorry that that fox got caught but maybe there's more i mean they I mean, said it, there were several dens if so. we'll encounter several dens yeah who knows uh we will keep you updated as the story develops Definitely. i don't think this is the end um but this is the end of the new segment because i'm on the last story which is okay. this very interesting piece that came out in npr about how the American Library Association came out with this report about um, challenges to books, like challenges to ban books. Uh, And apparently their Office for Intellectual Freedom said that last year, 2021, they had the most challenges to books ever in their history with 729, which was double the amount of challenges they had the year before. So that's concerning. Uh, yeah. And I just wanted to note, they had the top 10 list of most challenged books. Would Half, love to know. Well, I can tell you the book titles, but I was more interested in like specific little bullet points. So mm. of these top 10, half were challenged due to LGBTQIA plus content, of course. Mm. In fact, mm-hmm. the top four were all because I of that. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, one is a Toni Morrison book, The Bluest Eye. <laughs> 
And <laughs> okay. um, the hate you give is at number five because it, quote, was thought to promote an anti-police message and indoctrination of a social agenda. Yeah, the police suck. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. I just, I mean, it is concerning because this boy does not like censorship. It really makes me mad. And especially books, like they're not even a visual medium. Who gives a shit? And so also (laughs) this is the thing too, when it's like about purchasable items, if you have a problem with something, don't buy it. Don't fucking buy it. (laughs) And the story also talked about how they can't even count what they call like silent censorship, which is just assholes that like go to libraries and hide the books or, uh, um, throw them out uh vandalize them that are you kidding people do that apparently yeah and hashtag protect the libraries if we're gonna have cops anywhere it should be at the outside of the library (laughs) no because then they're gonna start being like did you check out the hate you give (laughs) bang bang no (laughs) anyway uh that's the end of the news it's time for the big the big one, the the big Kahuna, as you call the big- it. <laughs> the big Kahuna. In this fact, I think you called one. it the big Kahuna last year. Was I talking year. about the Grammys? Oh Can you God. believe that? Like you, Was we've been doing this ago? for so long that you talked about last year's ceremony. Jesus Christ! All right, as I move my glasses further up my nose, <laughs> let's talk about the Grammys. I am going to preface this by saying I actually didn't watch the Grammy, girl. <laughs> Okay, did you watch them? No. Okay, then. I actually, as much as I like get excited to see who gets nominated and all that stuff, the award show, it's the award ceremony itself. I usually actually don't watch it. I feel like it's it's very boring to me. Like, I mean, I guess it depends on who's nominated and who they have performing. But I think the Grammys is probably one of the most boring award ceremonies like during this award season. I mean, isn't it just like performance award, performance award, performance award? Yeah, I feel like it's not that great. I will say, I think Trevor Noah is not bad as a host. Um, I just like him as a person. I don't know him personally, but <laughs> I'm going to make that assumption that he's a good person. <laughs> Believe it. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm glad that they have him around, but I didn't watch the Grammys. I did like, I did all my research though. So don't even come at me. Um, I'm prepared for this. Oh, I know. There's lots of uh, purple on this outline. Purple yeah. is code for music, by the way, exactly. guys. Exactly. So I was prepared. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not going to. When Sunday night rolled around, I was like, I can keep playing Lego Harry Potter on my Switch or I can watch the Grammys and I want to play Lego Harry do Potter. Do not even get me fucking started on this Switch thing. <laughs> this is the first time we've talked face to face since you purchased oh the God. Switch. And I'm still. <laughs> Okay, you guys, basically, Zach is mad I didn't get the more expensive Switch so that he can play with it. I got the less expensive version so that I can play on my own or on the internet with it. And so he's mad, even okay. though he's not contributing any funds uh, to purchase the more expensive switch. He's okay. still sad. He, uh, I didn't get that version for him to come no, no, over no. and play. You, you make it seem like I want to mooch <laughs> off of you. I want to play with you. And the thing I was upset about is when you were texting about it, you took forever in a day to let I the cat out of the bag because i told you before when i was thinking about getting it i was like i think i'm gonna get the switch light and you were like <gasps> okay yeah yes in that moment i said you should just spend a little bit extra money and get the regular version so we can play together and you were like hmm, that's a thought so when you were texting me yeah. saying i bought i bought a switch and i also got mario party and you were like we could play together i was like oh my god that's so we can play yeah. together girl i think you did and you were just hyping it up so much and then you said 
oh, by the way, it's a switch light. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so that's what I'm mad about is the deception. Well, the there was, no, there was no deception. You just concocted a narrative in your head. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, g- I'm glad you got your cute little pink switch. It's pink, right? It's super cute. Yeah, it is pink. Yeah. Um, It's in Good my room you. right now. It's on my bed because I just get in bed and (laughs) well i'm glad you're enjoying it work thank you i'm enjoying it all right so let's talk about the grammys um i decided to break it into sections of you know different topics to discuss um and if we have any additional topics we'll see if we have time for it okay so first thing i want to talk about just get out of the way is some awkward weird things that happened um throughout the night the first thing was that there were some notable absences from the Grammys this year, including Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, and Beyonce. They just straight up weren't there. Were they nominated though? I mean, Ariana Grande was nominated. Wasn't um, Taylor Swift nominated too? Um, Forevermore? I don't know. I'm really sure. I feel like I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Zoom just asked me if I was playing music because I was humming like that. That's funny. <laughs> um regardless these are people that like freak i mean also if you look at the people that did come it's like how are those people like even if these people aren't nominated why weren't they invited like if they weren't invited why weren't they like compared to like the people that did show up like anthony mackie was there he's not spoiler alert he's on my best dress list like why was anthony mackie at the grammys (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like i don't know so yeah it's just interesting that a lot of a-listers we're not actually present, but that's okay. Also, something weird that happened. Um, the president of Ukraine <laughs> gave a very like dystopian speech virtually ahead of like the presentation of John Legend's award that I talked about last week or two weeks ago. Or I guess last yeah. week was our first episode. Um and it, I, I, I'm not going to like play the video, obviously, but it, you should watch it. It's I watch very it. disturbing. It's, I feel I, like it's disturbing. Like, it I low-key feel out. like it's in bad taste. I think it's in it bad was taste. in bad taste. Like who, first of all, whose idea was that? Second of all, what, how did that conversation go? Like the PR person for Zelensky was like, yeah, no, like, I know. I don't click, know. Clack. I, I think like, Yes, it is admirable to want to give him a stage, literally, to people that might not otherwise engage with what's going on, uh, and particularly like Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's an incredibly poor taste to just kind of like make it a blip in a ceremony that's all about highlighting the achievements of rich people. Right. It was rich, very privileged like tone people. deaf. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, like that it. was super weird. Um, I don't know whose idea that was, but I feel like they should be fired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very weird that that was executed from beginning to end and it made it on TV and now we're talking about it. Another weird, funny, awkward thing that happened was Doja Cat was in the bathroom when she won her (laughs) first ever Grammy award for best pop duo group performance for her song, Kiss Me More with SZA. SZA made it on stage. She was also on crutches. <laughs> it was so funny though. I saw the, the clip of that too. And I love how she was like, I just took the fastest piss in my whole life. And then she very quickly, like it got very sentimental. It was yeah, very pivoted. And yeah, it, it's like rare. I feel like that we get to see her like that. So that was really well, nice. Especially was, after like, the moment. Twitter. Yeah, her up. saying she's going to quit music. We'll see. But yeah. 
Um, also, if you don't know, SZA actually fell out of bed like two days before um, the Grammys. And that's why she was on crutches. Or no, it was like earlier that day when she was supposed to go get her makeup, her hair and makeup done. She fell out of bed and she thought she just like sprained her ankle, but it's actually broken. Imagine so... breaking your ankle, falling out of, like, how does one even fall out of bed? Is it like a cartoonish, like in the movies where you wake up and you're like, whoa, like, <laughs> or were you on a bender? Like, how does that happen? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> She's got really hardwood floors, apparently, in her bedroom. <laughs> or she has very weak ankle. Oh, or that too, yeah. And <laughs> shit's shattered like paper. Well, wishing her a speedy recovery. Yeah, so sorry, SZA. Congrats on the award, though. <laughs> Speaking of congrats, let's talk about winners. I actually feel like I have no qualms with the way that this year's winnings, at least the big categories, like the ones that I care about. I don't really have any qualms with how that this went. Um, Interesting. Silk Sonic did a clean sweep as Anderson Pack made it very clear during that his clip is so speech. funny. Although let's um, go with the hair, though. See, I loved it. It was very... I feel like it was encapsulated like their vibe. Like it's the seventies look. That's true. You're just anti-black anyway. No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're so annoying. And don't um, say I said that cause I'm anti-black cause it's not fucking true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, also really glad that Livy Rodrigo won best new artist because I would have been so mad if Phineas won because I think I popped off about this during like when the nominations were released, but I don't even think Phineas should have been nominated for best new artist, but that's just me. Yeah. She definitely deserved it. It's like out of that category, it literally no one else would make sense. Yeah, exactly. So congrats to Livy Rodrigo. Um, She also won best pop album. Awesome. I thought it was pop vocal. Isn't there a difference? Um, There's 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 a traditional pop and then there's, yeah. Traditional pop was the Tony Bennett yeah, and Lady Olivia, Gaga. or Olivia. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and Lady Gaga. Yeah. But Olivia Rodrigo won the best pop vocal album. Um, and then there was a tie, which I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen before, but apparently it's a thing. There was a tie between best RB performance with Silk Sonic and Jasmine Sullivan, both very great artists so very happy for both parties but I just thought it was funny looking at the winners and I was like a tie (coughs) very interesting um and then something else that was a little interesting Kanye West won I think two um Grammys on Sunday making him the like leader he has the most wins by a hip-hop artist and it's just funny that this happened the year that he got banned from the awards because of his erratic behavior do we know who held the record before um, I don't know, but I could probably look at it. I think it might be, I want to say it's probably Jay-Z or something. Um, oh, okay, that makes I think sense. Jay-Z might have the record for like most. It's fine. I don't care that much. Yeah. Um, sorry, hold on one second. What's that clacking in the background? Is Shuri done with her lick mat? For those who don't know, I learned of this magnificent invention that Shuri has called a lick mat where Ely can just spread peanut butter onto this mat and it'll keep her occupied for like a very long time. And she's just licking the mat, trying to get the peanut butter out. It's incredible. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> Morgan got it for her for Christmas. She enjoys it. 
Um, okay. And then something else that's interesting, John Batiste won album of the year and he's the first black person to win that award in 14 years. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Crazy. This is also, I have issue with the Grammys because they consistently snub my fellow African-Americans, including the weekend, which we all know he got fed up with and just decided to never submit his work to the, to the recording Academy ever again. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, very annoying. Um, also I just wanted to say, I know that when, cause I feel like I popped off about planet her when the nominations came out and I don't think Doja Cat won any other awards on Sunday, but, um, I'm not mad about it because I feel like everyone else that won in those categories deserved it. So yeah, everyone got their moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad Olivia Rodrigo didn't win like every single thing. Like I'm glad it wasn't a repeat of like Billie Eilish last year or two years ago. Yeah. I think that was a bit premature. Yeah. I think if you're going to like win everything on your debut album, it better be like immaculate. Mm. And I really like Sour, but it's not immaculate, so. No. I'm interested to see what she does next, though. Um, And then my favorite moment of the evening, of course, was the acceptance speech for Anderson Pock saying, we're trying really hard to stay humble, but in the industry, we call that a clean sweep. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do call that a clean sweep. (laughs) And honestly, them sweeping with just one song Makes me so excited for next year when their album is up for grabs. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for them to have like a full album in in circulation. So it will be a moment. Yeah, I can't wait. Stick around for Grammys 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's kind of all I wanted to cover. Um when are we talking about looks, pop culture? Oh, that'll be in pop culture. Cause I feel like the look the red carpet is a pop culture moment, you know, the award ceremony right. for the industry. You're so right. Okay. Well we're... was that Shuri baby? She was yeah. telling us her favorite look. Yeah, she was but it's she not was, time like, yet. mad we cut her off. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not time yet. Okay. Well, um, the first thing I wanted to discuss for entertainment is that Will Smith resigned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Uh, I'm which we said he he would lose his membership some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I when this happened, I we were texting about it, and I was like, I bet this probably was a situation where the Academy was like resign or like you'll be removed or suspended. Yeah, and so yeah. they probably gave him the <laughs> opportunity to come out somewhat on top well i don't even know if there, it's there's a hierarchy here but um yeah dave rubin who's the president of the academy he said that the organization has received and accepted his immediate resignation and that we will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceedings against mr smith for violations of the academy standards of conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting on april 18th so on april 18th we'll hear if there will be any further disciplinary action. I don't know what that would be. I mean, there's no way they're taking the award away from him. There's no way. They shouldn't. Honestly, I And they shouldn't, yeah. It's not that serious. Like, it really is not that, like, it was wildly inappropriate. Yes. Yeah, but it was like, some of this shit is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, this brings me to my next point where this is probably the last time I'm going to be talking about the slap because I'm already over it. And I'm, I'm mainly over, like, the takes, you know, uh, yeah, the think pieces. Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Like it's not, it's it was really inappropriate, and I feel bad for Chris Rock, and 
I think they could have handled it differently in the moment. They being the academy. In fact, there were like there were conflicting reports on whether or not uh, he was asked to leave the ceremony. Um, people in Will Smith's camp are saying that that didn't happen, and people on the academy side are saying that it did. But it's like I just don't really care anymore. I mean, I think he deserves some sort of uh, punishment. But I guess if he's resigning himself, then it's like, okay, well. Yeah. I feel like resigning was the right move, but like it can end there. Yeah. Like that's the consequence of your action. And I feel like all the other studios being like, we're pausing all Will Smith projects. It's like. Oh yeah. That's a little, really? like, especially since I think the Netflix one, like the Netflix right. film, that, like one that is, contract oh had been God. signed. And I think, I mean, I hate to be like cold about it, but if the contract's been signed, like it's been signed like unless that person has broken the law or something it come on right and then the fact that dave Chappelle is literally at the center of so much controversy like within netflix staff even and there were like four more comedy specials like so many other people have done so much worse and like exactly it's ridiculous it's getting so ridiculous at this point i'm like really and it's fresh let's just call a spade a spade i mean dave Chappelle kind of like let's forget about him because he kind of fucks up my theory but like the fact that for decades like these white men that were sexually harassing and assaulting women were able to get away with that behavior and then after one open-handed slap from a black man of course it was broadcast on national tv but like after just that that's what it takes for him to like lose his projects and stuff right and it's not like chris rock was like injured in any way i mean i'm not trying to downplay it but also it's like yeah will smith would have came up and like beat the shit out of him like yeah there's probably no trauma there right no physical trauma so it's like can we just calm down let's just stop yeah so that's to say that i probably won't be covering any more slap news after this unless the slap is the new kim kanye and pete we're just gonna end yeah unless like something major happens after the board meeting but i doubt it so let's just move on okay so morbius finally (laughs) came out last week ely and i will actually be hate watching it on thursday evening very excited about that um but it opened at number one with 40 million dollars and i was shocked shocked at the numbers absolutely i mean that's not like it's not incredible but it was definitely more like that doesn't qualify as a flop and i wanted it to flop unquestionably (laughs) i mean i think that like 17 percent on rotten tomatoes is like yeah, but I don't know. We've seen this happen before where like films are critically panned, but the audience reviews aren't that bad. And then True. It makes the audience amount reviews of money. are actually not that. Well, actually, I don't know. If I, they're not nearly as bad as, as the, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. So we'll see. But I just I wanted it to flop. And I think part of it, too, is it's actually it was relatively inexpensive to make. So there's a good wow. chance they might make money on this. <laughs> and that sends a message that they can make stuff like this going forward. And I don't want that. To I feel like all the outcry on the internet is giving them the message that they can't. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, it will probably be one of our media moments next week. So stay tuned. We're going to see it. Might get a little junky beforehand. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, my next point. Have you heard of the batman podcast that's going to be coming out on spotify no is it by spotify or is it someone else 
I mean, it's going on Spotify exclusively, but like Warner Brothers DC is producing it. But the reason why I wanted to address it, it's called Batman Unburied. But the reason why I wanted to address it is Winston Duke will be voicing Bruce Wayne, making this the first instance of a black Bruce Wayne, a black Batman. Wait, Winston from M'Baku? M'Baku from (laughs) us, yeah. He'll be, well, I should, I need to specify not the first black Batman. Um, Tim Fox was a Batman in the comics, but this is the first black Bruce Wayne. It's like the OG Batman. Oh my gosh. I, I would listen to cool. that. I would listen to that. I'll listen to it. To it. Yeah. yeah. They said it was going to be mature. Mature? Yeah, I will listen. Oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going to listen it, to it. It's coming out next month. I'm, I'm putting on the calendar. <laughs> uh, so I just thought that was cool and I want to talk about it. And I removed this from the outline, but I guess I could just make a quick comment. Uh, I have to look up her name, but hold on. TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. kidding. Why did you take it off now? I don't know. I regret taking it off. I feel really guilty. What's her fucking name? Okay. So audience, if you're listening, the thing I'm referencing is that the voice of Mrs. Potato Head from the Toy Story movies, Estelle oh, Harris. Oh, stop. Estelle Harris. Oh my she God. Passed I away. Know. Wasn't she like really old though? She had a, she had a, she lived she died a of life. natural causes. Yes. She lived a um, life. She lived a life. She was on a whole bunch of sitcoms. She was on Seinfeld, but yeah, she was the iconic Mrs. Potato Head and she will be missed. That's the RIP for this episode is Mrs. Estelle Harris. And I'm sorry I removed you from the outline for time. I should not have done that. And you're being included anyway. So it's, it's, it's pop culture time. I am done. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. seems like nobody wants to fucking work these days. (laughs) (laughs) Get off your ass and work and work. Well, you know what, Kim? We're doing that. That's what I was saying to the best dressed folks at the Grammys. Get off your ass and work. And work that red carpet. <laughs> is Shuri misbehaving? Shuri is like, work. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me give her, give her something. <laughs> oh, my God. I only have two mm. things for pop culture. So, because I feel like. The Grammys were a big deal, but I wanted to go over some of my favorite looks from the red carpet and my least favorite because, you know, I just love talking shit about people. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so favorites from the red carpet. I actually I liked Sousa's look. It was like a tulle gown with like floral detailing all down the center. Yeah, I thought it was very beautiful. Um, Of course, Doja Cat. I will use my now that I know it's coined my phrase stunning. Yeah. Both of them, <laughs> the red carpet and both the award. I mean, yeah. I oh, think yes. I prefer stunning. when she accepted the award. Cause that yeah. dress with her skin. Oh my gosh. She looked so incredible. good. So good. But yeah. And um, also wait, I'll let you say it first. Sorry. What? Who's the next person on your list? Her ladies I'm and shocked gentlemen that you put this her. Cause you told me how much you hated the new sequence trend. And this thing is covered in sequins hold on the yellow pantsuit that is sequins all over the bodice mm-hmm. and going down the pant i thought for sure yeah, you would have something but, to say about it i don't know 
don't know. <laughs> Let me look at it again. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a it's it's a little more tasteful than like what Jessica Chastain had on at the Oscars. <laughs> drag her, drag like, her. I'm sorry, but I feel like this looks a little. I don't know. It looks. <laughs> it just looked better. I was like, okay, work. <laughs> um, this is my exception to the rule. Um, my pal, Little Nas X. <laughs> Wait, did you see somebody actually they were talking about how much money he raised with his um Montero like baby shower fundraiser and they put on the graphic little L I T T L E little Nas X and he tweeted it and he was like oh, little <laughs> I was like ah I started that <laughs> <laughs> Okay so my other favorite looks Saweetie and Lady Gaga both looked also stunning. very stunning Gaga's stunning. performance dress was very grace kelly yeah very grace kelly very grace kelly actually the red carpet too grace kelly both foam (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love lady gaga's looks i originally didn't have her on the list and then i was like no lady gaga needs to go on here looked so good and i just googled sweetie's look the pink yeah and i love this like new trend of having that like round cutout like it's in here oh sure agrees the the bust yeah agrees um and this is giving very material girl. Material girl. The Madonna version. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not material girl. <laughs> no, material girl. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk about my least favorite looks because I've been seeing a lot of people hyping up Haley Bieber. No. Literally why? She's wearing a piece of fabric and a, a braid. <sighs> I hate it. I'm sorry. And fucking Justin. He looks like trash. Please. He looks like he's trying on his uncle's clothes. (laughs) It's the shoes for me. Like (laughs) awful. (laughs) Horrible. Yeah. What is on the shoes? Like steel toed boots? Is that what those are? Absolutely no clue. Yeah, but Haley looks like she's honest guy wearing a fucking sheet. Yes. No, she (laughs) was like, how about this? And just like showed up to the red carpet. I'm skinny. Yeah, no, literally, it's the thing where like skinny people can wear whatever they want, and people will be like, Oh my god, fashion! (laughs) That's how I feel about this moment in particular. (laughs) Also, I hate to say it, I know I'm gonna get some shit for this, but I did not like Olivia Rodrigo's dress. I thought, I mean, it wasn't the worst of the night, like it wasn't bad, but I was just like, I was just like, Really? No, I actually have things to say, and it's not, I'm not going against you at all. I don't like it. I don't hate it, but my thing with it. her, my thing with her that's, and I know this is a blanket statement, but it's just a little worrisome. And I know I'm going off of a huge assumption, but I don't like the way I'm assuming she has a stylist or multiple stylists. I don't like the way that they've been styling her because I think they're, oh, I don't want to get heat for this. I feel like they're like playing up her sex appeal too much. Like this whole corseted moment with like the cleavage showing she can wear whatever the fuck she wants. But I just think like, it's weird to me that her whole thing when this album came out was like girl next door, but all these award yeah. ceremonies and whatnot, she's giving she like has, corseted. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, it seems very disparate from her artistic aesthetic. So I hope her stylists aren't like, let's sex her up. She's 18 and fresh, you know? Okay. She is 18. Okay. Yeah. Sherry's like, don't be nasty, stylist. <laughs> I'm just going to translate what Sherry's saying. You want to? I mean, did she run out of lick mat? Is that why she's acting up? I mean, she has like some <laughs> left that she could still be trying to get. I think she's just being bored. Maybe. Of it. 
I just like it, saying the phrase lick let me mat. put it in another location okay yeah I like saying lick mat maybe the title of the episode should be lick mat um, no no because no, then people wouldn't know what the fuck that is <laughs> maybe that would get them to click they'd be like what's a lick mat I'm gonna click on that for lick mats yeah say it again lick mat maybe it's not a good advertisement for lick mats because clearly it didn't work long enough Uh. (laughs) that's okay though um okay we're i mean we're almost we're we're getting there okay (laughs) um jack harlow is also my least favorite just because he did the thing that we literally just talked about it's as if he's not listening to us we literally just talked about how straight men always just wear plain black suits on the red carpet yeah. and it's like what is that that's like a plain it, black it's suit? tired it's tired and that's kind of what jack harlow did so i was very disappointed um, tired <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> and last time my list was billy eilish because i am tired of these like giant black outfits she, it's a repurposed she's like i went to the oscars last week I'm yeah she was like oh y'all didn't fabric. like that i'm gonna wear it again <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like horrible in and of itself. I mean, it's like kind of Morticia Adams. Morticia, de- no, Morticia Adams had 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 that waist snatched and was stylish. Okay, and Morticia Adams. Yeah. I mean, don't even her, speak on her name. I mean, okay, her waist doesn't have to be snatched, but I just feel like no, bring a no, her waist does not have to be snatched. It doesn't. I feel like if it was just a color or had yeah. some color. I don't the know. The black is just not doing it for me. I don't it know. It looks like it's a like... tent collapse on her. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, remember. and I know we've reached the end of your worst list, but I actually have one I have you to have say. Worst. I'm really Who? sorry. Who? It's just giving absolute. I'm... Haley Bieber is definitely the worst. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Megan Thee Stallion was giving. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Actually, I wanted nothing. to. I, I, I'm so glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk to you about Megan the Stallion because here's the thing. And I feel like she kind of did this at the Oscars too. The more that I think about it, Megan the Stallion has a really weird thing where she will like look absolutely gorgeous and amazing and, and stunning in like trash gowns. <laughs> Not trash, but in in the 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 garment is will will be not not the main feature of the evening, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I mean this her is face, a... her hair, her body is the star, and then like whatever she puts on yeah. top, it doesn't really matter because she always looks amazing. But it's like if we're judging dresses, like yeah, that wasn't my favorite. It's nothing. It's a one shoulder. It was slit dress. It was giving with prom in in the twenty tens even earlier it's just like yeah. cheetah print on the outside and tiger on the inside it's just like what is i don't know it, it was giving very basic like, to me it was giving like 2009 2011 prom yeah but it wasn't like in a campy way like if it was no. a little bit more camp like if she wore like uh cheetah gloves with it like long Ooh, gloves yeah. that could have been kind of camp but it was just the oh dress my God. or you know how like in the 2000s the girls would did gems in their hair oh work yeah see that would have played been that camp. up more but yeah. no it's just a dress Sorry, Meg. I still love you, though. Oh. Okay. Now I wanted to create a list of honorable because I was like, if I'm going to talk trash about men dressing like trash, I should also highlight some. And I decided to go with straight men because, like, you know, I feel like gay men don't do this on the red carpet. Like, they know better. <laughs> For the most part, I guess. Yeah. They don't have, well, they don't have the thing where it's like, I have to wear black or people will think I'm gay. Like, you know. <laughs> 
I wanted to talk about guys that didn't wear plain black that looked really good. Um, Silk Sonic, so Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. I thought they both they weren't on the red carpet, I don't think, but they looked great on stage. I liked the look. I loved the hair. <laughs> Trevor Noah also looked really good. And surprisingly, I want to talk about the DJ Marshmallow who wears the giant marshmallow on his head. He wore all black, but it was like an all black like design. Sherry did not like it. I thought this was a good example of how you can still wear black and have it not be boring. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yes, it has some texture to it. Sherry, I don't know what your problem is with it. It looks very chic. (laughs) Well, is that is that your fashion? Oh, that was my fashion moment. That was my fashion moment. Oh, Sherry, she she's not ready for you to be done. She she knows she's in trouble now. Look. She's that making. Mean she will stay silent, though. She better. Okay, this is the last thing I have to talk about pop culture. <laughs> oh, she's over it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, this is actually something that I thought was funny, and I was like, I'm so glad I have an outlet that I've created for myself to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> I don't know when else I would talk about this. Okay, so if you guys don't know, back when Camila, uh, I almost said Camila Mendes, Camila Cabello, and Sean Mendes were together. They were like notorious for calling the paparazzi on themselves. Like all those pictures of them, like doing that, like weird morning walk with her dogs. And, yes, like, the they, morning walk. They called the paparazzi oh on themselves for all Which of is those. weird because they look like trash every single time. But we talked about it and that's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah, it works for them, I guess. Anyway, she went on this whole rant. I think it was like something on her Instagram that she posted about how her beach day was ruined and how she, you know, we need to have a conversation about body image because the paparazzi ruined her beach day and took a bunch of pictures of her. And I was just like, this is hilarious to me because I feel like she definitely created this moment. Like she, if she's notorious for calling the paparazzi on herself already, I have no doubts that she called the paparazzi on herself at the beach, got the pictures weren't even bad at all. Like she did not look bad. Her body looks great. Her suit looks cute. Like she looks good. And then she like made a whole, started a whole conversation about body image around these pictures being taken. <laughs> and she's now so she's getting a lot annoying. of press for it. And so it's like, I was like, oh, Camila Cabello studying conversation about body image. I was like, no, she's not. Homegirl called up the paparazzi and was like, oh I'm at the beach. <laughs> She's so <laughs> annoying. One of my favorite underrated TikToks to this day, and I think Nick sent it to me, is a bunch of like gays. They're next to a garbage truck and they're just saying like, come here, Cabello, come out. Come here, Cabello, we know you're in there. <laughs> Camila, we want a signature. Yeah, we do not like Camila in this house. <laughs> She's annoying. And like, where's the talent? This is a very, yeah, where <laughs> truly, where is the talent? We didn't see it in Cinderella, although apparently I need to watch the that, internet so. trolls. Did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the talent is buried under all the racism. I don't know. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, tea. All right. Well, that concludes pop cultures. Wowie kazow. <laughs> well. You are going first for the media moment. It's time for the media moment. Very excited. 
because I get to talk about this book that I've been reading for a long time because I had to keep putting it down because I was so over it. And then finally I was like, I felt like reading and I was like, I should just finish this damn book. And I did. And I was right about it. Yeah. Okay. So the book is called It Ends With Us. It is like wildly popular, especially amongst like people who are on like book TikTok or bookstagram. Like it's very talked about. I've seen TikToks about it and I'm not even on book talk. I don't even read. (laughs) Right. So it's like, it's wildly popular. And so I decided to read it um, when I came for my trip to DC when I was apartment hunting and I was like, Oh, I'm going to be on a plane for four hours total. Like I should get a book. I might be able to finish it. So I got this book and, um, I started reading it and I was just like, okay. And then I had to like, literally tell myself, like, let's just put this down for a few days because the couple, the main couple is so annoying that I was like, I can't like, this is their happiness is irritating me at this point. So, so I had to put it down and I kept like attempting to pick it up and then it got a little bit better because there was there was some issues between them sorry I'm going to give a quick synopsis too so this makes sense okay so the yeah, main the, <laughs> so this is a book about this girl her name is Lily she lives in Boston it opens like the day of her dad's funeral and she talks about how like she tried to be sad at her dad's funeral, but really her dad was just like a piece of shit. And he used to like hit her mom and she had to grow up like watching that. And so she was like, you know, I, I couldn't say anything nice about my dad at his own funeral. That sucks. And then she meets this guy whose name is Ryle, which I absolutely hated. I saw like, that in the book. And I was like, up? R Y like Kyle, but with an R. Ew, that's even worse. Yes. Yes, I know. So when I first read that, I was like, absolutely not. Um, I hate that I have to read about this person for the entirety of the book. But she meets this guy on a rooftop, like randomly, coincidentally. And he's like, oh, I'm a neurosurgeon, but I only hook Excuse up with me. girls. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, OK, well, I don't hook up. And he was like, OK, fine. And then they don't talk to each other. And then they keep running into each other. And then she basically like changes him and like makes him an honest man. And they 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 get together. And I'm like, oh. And then throughout their story, Lily and Ryle's story, Lily's like reading her old journals from when she was a little girl, not a little girl, like a, a, t- a high schooler. And she's like reading her journals and where she's like writing about how she was in love with this guy from her hometown. His name is Atlas. And then like right when she's about to finish reading her journals in between her like story with Ryle, the two worlds collide and she runs into Atlas in like real time. Yeah. And then that causes a rift between her and Ryle. And so it's like a lot of, it's a lot of interesting things, but, but what makes it trash? What makes it's it trash annoying. is how unrealistic it is, oh. how annoying the couple is. And honestly, even though like, I think it, it I've, I've seen, I, I think it could have been worse, like with how it handled abuse. I still wasn't really super happy with the way that it handled abuse. So yeah, sorry, y'all. I did not like this book. And it's sad because this book is getting so much hype that it's like getting being a TV show. And yeah, like, I wonder why. Like what made this stand out so much from the crowd? I don't know. I definitely think Colleen Hoover has probably written better. So I'm willing to give her another chance. And I actually just bought another one of her books. So we'll see. But yeah, not my fave. Well, I'm sorry it was unsatisfying to you. But my media moment was very satisfying to me. Actually, it's not done yet, so hopefully it will be, but I anticipate that it will. 
Have you heard of The Dropout, the new series on Hulu, the limited series? This I have heard of. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, this is an eight-episode limited series based on the story of Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, which I believe this specific series is based off of a podcast series by ABC News, but there's also been an HBO documentary that I have watched. I believe that one's called The Inventor. And there is supposedly going to be a feature film, which is going to be Adam McKay's next film called Bad Blood that Jennifer Lawrence is going to star in as Elizabeth Holmes. I don't know, to put it bluntly, how that could be better than this. And huge thank you to Nick for basically forcing me to watch the first episode of the show because he started watching it and he was like, honey, this is so good. And then when I was hanging out with him, uh, I think it was last Thursday, he was like, you want to watch the first episode? And I'm like, you would watch it again? He's like, yeah, I want you to watch it. So we watched it. And I was like, oh, that was it's like when you made me watch Killing Eve. Yeah, exactly. It was like, you're going to watch it. So he did that for me. And we only watched one episode on Thursday night. And by Saturday night, I had watched the following six episodes. And the final episode is airing this Thursday. So very exciting. But it is a very well done show. I just think Elizabeth Holmes' story is so interesting. That's why I've kind of buried myself in the content about it. And for those of you who don't know, the long and short of it is Elizabeth Holmes dropped out of Stanford to start this company, Theranos, on the premise that they could take a single drop of blood and run a bunch of tests on it. And their idea was that eventually you could have this machine in your home so you wouldn't have to go to the doctor to get test results. But it was built on basically a complete lie. And she is awaiting sentencing and could face up 20 years in prison. And that sentencing will be happening this September. So the story is still developing, which might be the only thing that the Adam McKay film could have a leg up on is that the story is not fully complete. But I think this series, first of all, Amanda Seyfried as Elizabeth Holmes is so fucking incredible. And I'm like, you know, sometimes you you feel like pride for actors or actresses. Kind of like how I felt for Kristen Stewart and Spencer. I was like, mm, you've been yeah. kind of shafted for most of your career doing things that aren't really that noteworthy, but then you get this time to shine and you're like, you fucking did that. And I think this is Amanda Seyfried's moment. It's crazy to me, especially about halfway through the series is when we had that transition moment into Elizabeth Holmes, like CEO in the public eye, when she started wearing like the all black suits and when she lowered her voice purposefully, Amanda said she does that so well. And the voice is so spot on. It's crazy. And that's coming out of Amanda Seyfried's mouth, this like tiny little lady. Um, So she's incredible, but it's also just a really interesting story about like American hubris and what pushes these people in Silicon Valley and what pushes entrepreneurs to the depths that they sometimes go to. And I know Elizabeth Holmes is like an extreme case, but it's not necessarily the most inviting place to be or to work unless you're like cutthroat. Uh, And it's just a fascinating story and everyone in it's really good and it's really well-written. It's, it's got a, some cheekiness to it. It's not like completely serious. And I recommend it to basically everybody. It's very good. And I cannot wait for the final episode this week. Very good. And Amanda Seyfried needs an Emmy for this. Oh, she needs okay. an Emmy. for it. It's like 
she needs it. I can't imagine who else is going to come along this year in the limited series category that could beat her, but I hope no one does because she deserves it. Wow. It's only April. So, well, yeah. Selena Gomez in Only Murders. Okay. I'm sorry, but no. I love her. She's great in that, but no. No, I'm just kidding. I think like doing an impression of someone who their existence has only been in the internet era so we know what they sound like we know what they look like we know a lot of i think doing impressions of those kind of people is hard yeah well because right because like the the receipts are there and if you can't mimic them as well as you should be able to then it's like we can tell but she has no problems but also it gives the performer more material to like research on i guess definitely yeah Yeah. like you really have no excuse yeah (laughs) So I recommend it to everyone and I recommend the HBO documentary. I just think the story is fascinating. I'm interested to see if Jennifer Lawrence will be able to like mm-hmm. live up to what Amanda Seyfried has I done. I did, they have to do it like stylistically. They have to do something different because I just don't know how they're going to measure up to this, especially since this is a series that can yeah. go so much more in depth with the material. Yeah. We'll see if they even make it. I don't know. Maybe after this, they'll be like, is it worth it? Yeah. But that concludes my media moment. And that concludes the episode, I suppose. We made good time today. Did we? It's only been like an hour, right? I don't know. I, since I got my new computer, I have to reset my like Zoom settings so that it tells me. Well, I think it's been about an hour since we started. So good Mm -hmm. for us. Good for us. We'll see. We'll figure it out once we get to the editing bay but yeah. um well you can you. cut out a lot of this one. Oh, that's true i do have to do that <laughs> and of course now she's passed out yeah, of course the last got, five minutes she got in trouble and now she she really knows it she said maybe if i pass out and look cute i'll i'll, I'll get off the no, hook mommy's very upset with her oh she's trying can to I rip do... up my new couch already oh that's so rude that couch is so cute i know uh, um, so yeah we're not doing that can I do a quick shout out to whom uh, a fellow podcast? Oh, okay. So one of my great, great friends, Robin started a podcast with her friend. I Becca, I believe, I don't know this friend, so I don't want to get her name wrong. Wow. But uh, it is called trail mix pod. And the whole premise of it is um, Robin's friend has seen like is like Degrassi obsessed and has seen everything and Robin's never seen it before. Oh, so stop. each That's week so funny. they're talking about, I, they're starting with Degrassi, the next generation. And they're talking about uh, each episode Becca. as they watch it. It is Becca. Okay, good. Yes. I was <laughs> um, like, let me make sure before you finish saying, all <laughs> but uh, I've watched or watched, I've listened to both episodes now and they're very good podcast hosts. I mean, not to give myself a little bit of credit, but I gave Robin an advice uh- session. Wow. They got Yetis because I recommended it, but they got cute little white ones. Yeah, I was like, where did you get those? You. They should, but there's a like all white. Interesting. They're very cute. Anyway, um, so I just want to give them a shout out. They've shouted us out on their Instagram story. I thought that was very sweet. That's so sweet. So go subscribe and follow them. It's a great pod. I love that. Yes. You're a good friend. So, oh, thank you. So are you. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, let's end uh, so that Surrey can go 
play with her lick mat some more lick mat lick mat lick mat mm. all right <laughs> okay have a good night okay have a good night wait not me going to the leave button like i was just I'm wow gonna leave you're about to dip call. out oh my god <laughs>